Hey everyone, I'm Jasmine Patterson and you're listening to The Beyond Ordinary Show, your weekly companion to living a beyond ordinary life. The Beyond Ordinary Show is sponsored by Ellie Nelly. Ellie Nelly creates comfortable clothes and unique gifts for beyond ordinary people. You can support The Beyond Ordinary Show and grab some dope Ellie Nelly gear at www.elliennelly.com. That's E-L-I-N-E-L-L-Y.com. Use the code Beyond Ordinary. One word, all lowercase, to save 10% on your first purchase. Now let's get started with this episode of the Beyond Ordinary Show. As you know, I'm your host, Jasmine Patterson, and I want us to all have conversations and introspective moments to figure out ways to get better together on this journey to living a beyond ordinary life. Today, I want to start with a bit of honesty and transparency with you all, because I believe being authentic is really important. So, honestly... I didn't like the last episode of the Beyond Ordinary Show. Not necessarily because of the message. I believe the content was really valuable. It is important to operate efficiently from both scarcity and abundance. And it's also important to visualize who you want to be and set the right goals and surround yourself with the right people to make that happen. But I didn't like the production. I rushed to make it and I thought my voice was off. It felt too long. I missed an edit. Overall, I was just not happy with the quality of it versus what I expect myself to give you all. But I made it. I put it out there and most of you probably didn't even notice. And if you did, probably you just turned the volume up and kept listening. I still got the job done. And I knew when I was posting it online that it wasn't perfect, but it was done. And it was good, at least good enough. And that brings me to the message. Don't sacrifice the good for the perfect. My former principal used this term, don't sacrifice the good for the perfect. She didn't want us working so hard for perfect that good never happened. Sometimes you just have to do it. You just have to get it done. And later you can reflect, learn from your mistakes and fix it in the future. Because life is really about learning and growing, not about cranking out perfection as if you're a machine. And with reflection, have last week's show, I'd like to take that message of operating from abundance and not sacrificing the good for the perfect and let this flow into today's conversation about not being discouraged. Today's conversation is all about perseverance, the act of continuing to push forward without being discouraged. And it's Black History Month, so I want to use two beyond ordinary black people who really exemplify these traits. For the first, I want to give you a little history lesson. What's your drink of choice? Personally, I'm from the South and I love me some whiskey. I used to say my boys Jack, Jim, and Evan could get me through anything, but now I know those fellows would be nothing without the guidance of good old Uncle Nearest. So I bet you're wondering, who was Uncle Nearest? More than 150 years ago, in the hills of Lynchburg, Tennessee, there was a farm owned by a young preacher man named Dan Call that still stands today. Reverend Call had a side hustle down the road on his farm, a small whiskey distillery, which made a silky smooth maple sweet whiskey that was highly regarded by all who tasted it. The man who distilled the whiskey was a black slave named Nathan Green, known affectionately as Uncle Nearest. So, Uncle Nearest brought with him a special technique of charcoal filtering that he had learned back home when he was cleaning water in West Africa. 
This method of filtering whiskey through sugar, maple, tree, charcoal became known as the famous Lincoln method and is still used to distill whiskey today. But back in the 1850s, also what happened, a young white boy came to Reverend Call asking for work. The Reverend took him in, gave him some chores, and during his time on Reverend Call's farm, the boy became increasingly fascinated with what was going on down the road at the distillery. So eventually, after begging the Reverend, the boy named Jasper was introduced to Nathan Uncle Nearest Green. And Uncle Nearest was pretty much told to teach the boy what he knew. And then young Jasper soaked up that knowledge and believed this whiskey was so good that he just started selling it as far and wide as he could. Right? He just made something out of it. So fast forward a little bit. In December of 1865, the 13th Amendment was finally passed, which meant Uncle Nearest was now a free man. And not long afterward, Jasper, the little boy, bought the distillery and named it after himself, though he didn't use his given name. He preferred the, you know, what the locals called him, which was not Jasper Daniel, but Jack Daniel. Now, I bet that's a name you know, right? Right, so Jack Daniel asked Nathan to be his very first master distiller, a position which Uncle Nearest happily accepted. The men worked together until Nathan Green retired. Really great relationship, right? So all of this happened over a century ago, right? It's 2023 now. And, you know, honestly, Nathan Green's story was lost for a long time, until a woman named Fawn Weaver brought it back to life. So Fawn Weaver is an entrepreneur, an author, and really just a black woman with a plan. And she learned of the story of Uncle Nearest and the young Jack Daniel. So after learning about the story, she ventured to that 300 acre farm in Tennessee where Nathan Green had taught Jasper how to distill whiskey all those years ago. And so, after learning the story of how a formerly enslaved man is actually the person who taught Jack Daniel how to distill whiskey, she created Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey in 2016 and named it after the man who turns out to be the real, true founding father of Tennessee whiskey, Nathan Green, better known as and affectionately referred to as Uncle Nearest. Now, let me explain something, right? Fawn Weaver had no distillery experience, but she knew how to work hard and tell a good story. And that's exactly what she did. She wasn't discouraged by her lack of experience or that she was a newcomer to the whiskey industry or not even that she was a black woman in a predominantly white male dominated field, right? She started with the headline, Jack Daniels embraces hidden ingredients, help from a slave. And of course, you know, especially given the time around 2016, people took that the wrong way and they believed that Jack Daniel had stolen the recipe. So she made sure to correct anyone who thought the recipe was stolen and not found it out of like the love that those two shared for each other. And as CEO of Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey, Weaver has worked really closely with the leadership at Jack Daniels to not only kind of share this story, but to give back to the black community. So you know, fast forward to today, 2023, Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey is the fastest growing American brand in U.S. history. It is the best-selling African-American founded spirit brand of all time. 
It was the most awarded winning American whiskey, including for bourbon of 2019 and 2020 and 2021. And this was like an old article I found. I, I know they've also more, or they've also won more recent awards as well, right? It's become a very successful brand, but it's important to understand that Fawn Weaver doesn't just pocket these fruits of her labor either. Weaver founded the Nearest Green Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization that offers scholarships to every descendant of Nearest Green. Um, in addition to providing those scholarships, the foundation also supplies or supplied masks to the frontline workers during the worst stages of the pandemic and now works along with the Jack Daniel Distillery to create opportunities in American whiskey for people of color in hopes of diversifying that industry as well. So when you think of all of the people in the story and we put them together, right? We have a slave who became a free man and continued doing what he loved until retirement. We have his descendants who still work to keep his distillery and his name alive. We have a young Jack Daniel who was like originally just a boy looking for work, but found a way to build a beloved brand. And we have Fawn Weaver, a woman who didn't know a thing about distilling whiskey, and she just had a vision and she led with the good. And I'm positive, like all successful people, there were obstacles in the way, but everyone in the story just kept pushing forward. They didn't get discouraged by shortfalls or setbacks or a lack of anything. They kept it moving and now everyone involved is a part of something bigger than themselves, something beyond themselves. And likewise, let's take a present day story. The Grammys were this past Sunday, and I don't know if you've heard or not, but a black woman accomplished a truly amazing feat. Viola Davis achieved a god status. I believe that's how you say it. I keep reading it, but like I'm not a thousand percent sure. I did like look it, but I believe it's a, a god, a god, right? That means she's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony Award in her career. Wow. But like, wait. Not only has she achieved EGOT status, it sounds like EGO. That's really what's throwing me off. I keep thinking EGOs when I'm here again. I guess I might be just a little bit hungry. But okay, so not only has Viola Davis achieved EGOT status, Davis is also the sole African American to achieve the triple crown of acting, meaning she's won a competitive award, and I mean like good ones, like you were the top notch in the movie or whatever. Right, so she's won a competitive award in film, television, and theater. Now, this wasn't done all at once. Like, no. Viola Davis won her first Tony in 2010. In 2015, she became the first ever African American to win a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series uh, for her role on the show How to Get Away with Murder. And she won her first Oscar in 2017 for the film version of Fences. And now she's won a Grammy for her audiobook narration of her own memoir, Finding Me. So Viola Davis isn't the only person to ever achieve EGOT status, but as a black actress, it just seems more special, especially considering Viola Davis is a 57-year-old, dark-skinned black woman. She's only been acting for nearly 30 years, if not more. And I mean, she has been nominated for over 340 awards in her lifetime. And she's won almost 150 times. But like, 
this is the big time right here. And it also, like, including all of her nominations, in 2021, she was the Oscars most nominated black actress. And let's actually, let's, let's, let's take a look at that real quick, right? If you've watched Davis, if you watch The Help, if you watch How to Get Away with Murder, if you watch Fences, if, I mean, she's been in a ton of things just going crazy on the screen, just feeling so much emotion. But if you've watched Davis, and if you talk to her, she believes these celebrations to be bittersweet. In 2021, after being nominated for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Davis expressed, for me, it's a reflection of the lack of opportunities and access people of color had in this business. If me going back to the Oscars four times in 2021 makes me the most nominated black actress in history, that's a testament to the sheer lack of material that has been out there for artists of color. She continues on with that to say, there are a lot of white actresses out there who are fairly young, who have been to the Academy Awards just as many times as me or more than me. It's a reflection of their talent, but it's also a reflection of their opportunities. That's what it is. It's a reflection of how they had the chance, those three, four, five roles that were so good that brought them to that place. And you know something? Davis isn't wrong. In 2021, when Davis spoke these words, it was just the second time in Oscars history that two black women were nominated for Best Actress in a single year. And Viola Davis knows her roles have been limited. She knows she's been passed up on opportunities because of how she looks. She knows she's missed out on being celebrated for her incredible talent because of how she was born. But she did not let herself be discouraged. Viola Davis kept going for roles, writing for herself, producing, finding opportunities. And if she took baby steps, even if it took facing racism or misogyny head on, she put one foot in front of the other and all those accomplishments along her 30 year career have added up to this incredible feat by this incredible woman by a black actress. Seriously, Agat said is, is just remarkable. People dream of this. And just like Fawn Weaver, Viola Davis gives back to the community. Davis is a philanthropist who has funded programs for libraries, for theaters, for schools. Um, she fights poverty and hunger, and she even provides skin care, like dermatology, for those in need around the world. I mean, Viola Davis is not just remarkable. She's beyond ordinary. So if I put these two stories together, right, and I'm circling back to what being beyond ordinary truly means, there are people like... Uncle Nearest, like Jasper Daniel, like Fawn Weaver, and like Viola Davis, people who weren't born with a silver spoon, they needed to have a vision for themselves to overcome the obstacles that life placed in front of them. And no matter what, they had to callous their mind to fight the hardships, right? Overcoming racism isn't easy. Overcoming poverty isn't easy. Overcoming sexism isn't easy, and it's certainly all the more difficult when you have to overcome a combination of those three. But you can't be discouraged. When we set our spirits on fire and truly give ourselves to our passions and to allowing ourselves to just show up and show out and be ourselves, 
that is contagious. And with every little step, we get closer to our destiny. And sometimes those steps aren't going to be perfect. But we can't sacrifice making them. It's too much risk. It's worth too much and the stakes are too high. You have to have faith in your purpose and faith in yourself to keep dreaming and keep achieving because whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. So take these lessons from these spectacular people and go out and let's win the day. And from winning the day, we can win the week. And from winning the week, we can win the month and then the year. Everything adds up to something bigger. And your key, your primary goal to making anything in life happen is to just take the opportunities as they come and do your best in that moment. No, it's okay if you only have so much to give, as long as what you're giving keeps you on the road to success and who you want to be. Don't be discouraged. Anything we mess up, we'll learn from it. And anything we do, we'll grow from it. We'll harvest those lessons and those experiences. And step by step, day by day, you will realize you were absolutely living a beyond ordinary life. So put this into action. Keep pushing yourself and keeping your name alive. No matter what obstacles you face, either physically or metaphorically, we're gonna chip away at them until they break away. We're not going to get discouraged because little progress will lead to big progress. Let's go get nominated. Let's go love someone to success. Let's go put our heart into it. Let's go make people want to tell our story and remember our name. And most importantly, let's go be beyond ordinary. Thank you for listening. It's been an honor. Remember, don't settle for ordinary. You're beyond that. See you next Tuesday. Yo, you're still here? Make sure to check out Ellie Nelly, right? Check out the brand to find some really dope products and show your support for the show. Just visit ellienelly.com. That's E-L-I-N-E-L-L-Y.com. Okay, that's it. Love you. Out.